0: Welcome to the Saturday On South podcast. He is Chris Marler. I am Colonel Giro. Marlar. it is Casual Friday. What are you drinking? Lacroix. Boss. Boss. Very boss. Boss water. Yeah. We have today. We're going to talk some name image likeness, aka NIL. If you've seen that abbreviation in the past few days, and you've been like, "Why is everybody talking about NIL?" We're going to make a little bit of sense of it. We're going to answer, yep. answer some questions about it. We've got some stump marlar with our good buddy Jay Woody at the oh, end. Oh, they guys, they
1: did a good job this time. They did a
0: very good job. They did.
1: They did. You you and Jay did not, but they did a good job.
0: I don't, I, I I I don't come up with any of these questions, for the record. Yeah,
1: I killed it on the other questions. I, I just, I mean, the the SC Championship stuff, there was no Heisman questions this week, which kind of bummed me out, but everything else was good.
0: Spoiler alert. I mean. They'll they'll get there. They'll get there. Yeah. Um, We have a lot to get to, though, and a subject that we've talked about before on this podcast, but something that had a huge, huge development on Wednesday in case you missed it. We found out that the NCAA approved new guidelines to the name, image, and and likeness rules that are going to allow starting in the 2021-2022 school year. For players to be able to get third-party revenue, what does that mean? Yeah. That means if you're Derek Stingley, if you're Bo Nix, those guys can go and sign autographs. So. Oh,
1: but Bo Nix—that's that's so huge for him because now he's a, he's going to finally be able to pay child support. Whoa! Yeah. Wait, what? Bo Nix is a kid. Didn't know that. Did it? Yeah. You know, I don't know if he knew it. So there's that. Uh, but it's all over all over the Twitter Twitter sphere. Okay yeah don't know how to respond to that well just keep it moving what's fine (laughs) yikes all right no you didn't know that That there's it's been like this every time he tweets something people respond of of, like with like the most like uh, just aggressive like oh yeah well you have time for this you don't have time for your kid like it's just like terrible terrible stuff he's not a great daddy. okay all right yeah
0: I mean, Casual Friday is
1: uncomfortable. (laughs) I'm very uncomfortable.
0: Let's not talk about that. Yeah. Let's instead address the issue that was brought up on Wednesday. And I know a lot of people immediately when they see these headlines, they're thinking to themselves, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Just tell me if the video game is going to come back. Yeah. And unfortunately, as of right now, because there is no group licensing deal in place, that's not happening. That discussion is going to be tabled until 2021. They are going to figure out a way if there can be some sort of you know union type stuff that, that can be revisited. But as of now, it is not the first priority. The first priority is making sure that we live in a world where billion-dollar contracts for TV deals aren't negotiated and Trevor Lawrence can't start his own charity without the NCAA coming in and being right. like, hey, this is ridiculous. Well, actually, it was Clemson who did that and then the NCAA, but whatever. Fair. So this world now exists in which this can happen starting in 2021, that school year. So, sorry, Trevor Lawrence and Jamar Chase, unless you guys want to actually stay for another year of college after this upcoming season, not going to be able to benefit from that. The good news is, should be in the NFL anyway. So, yeah, this is one of those things that you look at for true freshmen in the SEC right now, the Derek Stingley's of the world, the... I'm afraid to even say this. The Bo Nixes of the world. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm really scared to bring up Bo Nix moving forward. Um, you
1: ought to be, man. He honestly, he should be scared. He should be scared for us to bring it up. I'm just saying.
0: Yeah. But uh, so we want to do a few things with this today. One, what was your initial reaction to hearing that and hearing that we have finally reached this point where this is something that has been in the works for a long time and it looks like now it's finally going to happen.
1: I was excited and happy, and then I was immediately fearful of. You know, I, I get scared of reading the comments from people that like the 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 pro. They already get a free education crowd. That that group were I used to in, be in that general. crowd.
0: For the record, yeah. I used to one hundred percent be that crowd.
1: Yeah, and that I, that crowd scares me for so many reasons. Um, because I, I like I didn't play Division One football, but I was a college athlete, and the people that think that that is like. A free education, like if you if you've just looked at our education system lately, and you think that the value of that is anywhere close to being what these kids are bringing in, you're out of your effing mind. I'm not saying the CU, I'm just saying in general, and it, so that, that kind of stuff, um, that that's just that group scares me. But it's, I think COVID has kind of finally taken that away from a lot of people, where they don't they're not in that camp as nearly or nearly as much as they used to be.
0: Here's what this is going to allow for: capitalism. The, yeah. the entire thing that our country has built its economy on is now going to be available for college athletes. The market is, is going to dictate what these what these kids will be able to make. If you are Trevor Lawrence, if you are mm-hmm. Justin Fields, you theoretically, and those guys are probably going to be in the NFL by the time this goes into yeah. effect, but... Those guys are going to get more signing autographs than the right tackle for Vandy. That's just the nature of the beast. The way it is. That's capitalism. That's the way it always has been. That's the way it always will be. That's the way it works in the NFL. And for college kids, the the main opportunities and the doors that this is going to open up. It's not just oh you're going to have you know the star quarterback doing the car dealership in town. You're going to right. have a lot of these kids doing it on social media, and that's going to be the yeah. big thing that people like Danny Canal are not accounting for. It's not just going to be oh there's like 10 people in college sports the Zion Williamson's, the Trevor Lawrence's, who are going right. to benefit from this. And by the way, they are going to benefit from this. Oh, a that lot. is out. Yahoo Sports yeah. did a breakdown of how much Trevor Lawrence could potentially make off of social media alone <laughs> if he stayed yeah. for the 2021-2022 school year. And it was between half a million bucks and a million dollars. And that might have been conservative. Like, right. that's be- because he's getting, you know, $16,000 for an Instagram post. Like, that's yeah. That's how reality TV stars or you can make a lot of money off, off money. Instagram, bro. Yeah. You, <laughs> you absolutely A lot can. of money, yeah. So that's that's what we're 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 heading in that direction now, and the good news is is that it's no longer going to be a, a system that says, "Hey, you're not allowed to go down to your local restaurant and be able to do like a a, a like a, an Instagram post for them, being like, hey, yeah, you know, my name is George Pickens, I'm having, you know, I'm going to the varsity or something like that.' Right? They can now get compensated for that. Now, will it turn into the Wild West with recruiting? That remains to be seen. That is yes. totally up in the air because you're crazy if you don't think that these programs, despite what the NCAA put in its guidelines, which was, yeah. "Hey, we're gonna make sure that this isn't used against recruiting." All if you're, it doesn't matter if you're Georgia, you're Florida, you're Bama, Auburn, whoever you are, you could say to your five-star recruit who's picking between all these different schools, "Look, you come here the second you walk." You know how launder money. <laughs> The second you walk on a campus, we'll make sure you got a car deal set up that you can, you know, you're not going to have to worry about. Everybody's making the Dodge Charger jokes, of course. I've seen that a lot on Twitter.
1: What amazes me about that is like when people say that just about Bama, like every other college isn't also driving Dodge Chargers. I mean, Ohio State's
0: been been doing it for a while. A long time.
1: If you're going to make fun of the the Bama thing, and this is a perfect, perfect example of what you're talking about with like making sure they have a deal, it's the the suit store incident they had from like 2010 sports by brooks that he broke this he and him and clay travis that's why they both blocked me on twitter because i was like adamantly against it thinking they were just just making stuff up they weren't like it was obvious that bama should have gotten in trouble for this but like the whole thing i remember i remember clay travis brought up the best point and that's that's saying something and he said julio jones is 6'3 220 pounds and he has a custom suit for that's different for each and every home game how is he getting that and it, they came to find out that like, the guy who owned the suit store, Tuscaloosa suit store, men's suit store, whatever, at the mall, he was offering money for autographs, offering money for appearances, all this other stuff. And so when you walked in the store, he had suits and everything like that, but he also had just walls and walls of memorabilia signed by current players. That's, that's exactly what's going to happen with recruits. The issue
0: is that the NCAA is saying you can't use logos to promote this stuff. Right. It remains to be seen what that means for, let's say... Let's say Derek Stingley wants to do an autograph appearance at the local Baton Rouge mall. Right. Obviously, he can't be wearing LSU gear, right? Right. What remains to be seen, and I think they're going to put this in this legislation that's going to come out in January of 2021, is, okay, can he sign LSU helmets? Because they need to figure that out. Because if if he can't, then how do they police that? Because... They're not you're not relying on the universities to set up these third party advertising opportunities for these players. So right. even if you had somebody like you're not allowed to just like bring somebody with from LSU compliance who's gonna check every single item and make sure that he's not signing an NCAA violation with everything right. that he does. This just got way more confusing for the NCAA and for every mm-hmm. athletic department in America who is now gonna they have, have, it out. To, they have to beef up compliance, they have to beef Beef up their marketing staffs because this is going to be used for self-promotion videos and stuff as well. There are so many different ways in which this just got way more interesting, way more confusing. And that is why the NCAA has resisted for so long. And this was such a black and white issue. And now it is officially gray. Yeah, I agree with that. So I think that one of the things that we want to look at moving forward is if there is – all of a sudden, because people are saying, well, the, the wealthiest programs in the country are just going to get all the recruits now. And Dan Wetzel of Yahoo wrote yeah. a great column about this, how actually, if you're considering going to Boise State, you can be the big fish in a small pond and have some yeah. big-time marketing a- a- opportunities available to you, and you could really capitalize on that. Think of mm-hmm. the Colt Brennans of the world who became national names at Group of Five schools and would have had na- and had national followings by the time that they were yeah. seniors. So. There's something to be said for that, but will we all of a sudden see more of a divide when this goes into place? I don't know. I have no idea. We'll see. Yeah. So let's go through some of these questions because we got a lot of questions on this. We have 36 comments fun. on the fourth yeah. and wrong. Um, there there are so many. So many. Let's start with this one from Cameron Camp, and this isn't as much a question as it is a comment. Mm-hmm. He said, NCAA 07 PS2, preach the gospel with me. John W. Peterson. <laughs> He's not wrong. He's not wrong. I was an 08 man myself. Yeah. But my team, my go-to team back in the day, when I would binge, I, I like freshman year of college, which was 2008 for yeah. me, I binged this hard for a solid like two, three weeks, where all I wanted to do was just play, was play this game. It was Tebow. And it was Percy Harvin, and I ran. God. I ran. You're, jet you're, you're
1: such a homer and bandwagon fan, more than homer. more than I will ever be. Homer, unbelievable. Yeah, Florida.
0: How was I a homer in 2008 when I li- when I went to school at in Indiana? Because you already said that, that Florida
1: basketball was like your your absolute go-to. Oh like, yeah, like live and die with Florida, and then now Tebow is.
0: Oh, unbelievable. Tebow, unbelievable. Tebow running because you could just run the triple option with him and then the jet sweep with Percy Harvin wasn't even fair because he got him around the edge yeah. so fast oh, Brandon Spikes on defense you just get to be him and dominate oh.
1: so oh, man so back in the day my favorite was to play with North Carolina and this this is like what? NCAA 97 oh like on the computer
0: Julius Peppers or before oh, that oh
1: yeah Dre Bly Julius Peppers and then like because, because the thing was, they had they were never in the top five, right, until like the end of the season. Like they were a good program, but they were not ever ranked up there. So you'd like you'd have and Bama was like crap. So I would I would play with Bama enough to be like, all right, yeah, cool, whatever. But you could make your own schedule. So I would have like North Carolina playing like Florida playing Ohio State. Um I used to always play in the Idaho Vandals, uh Potato Bowl. No, the um they had a dome. Oh, they had a dome, right. so it was kind of cool. So I'd play like the championship games. So I don't want I did not want anybody messing up with my field goal kicking. You know how they <laughs> you know how they beat. <laughs> so um, so I would play those games uh, like the big games there, and then like um, all I ever ran though was like I just remember like the way it was like on a computer was you couldn't run like a, a diagonal line. You had to like right, right, straight, right, straight. So it was like right Techno Mobile essentially. Yeah, it was like Techno Mobile kind of like I mean you could, but it just wasn't as fast. And like to, you had the speed burst where they would literally hunch over with the ball like this. Oh, and so it would just be it would just be like toss sweep right. Depending on who I was trying to get the heisman, if it was a quarterback I was throwing um I forgot the I forgot the the uh I remember the I could draw up the play call right now but I don't remember the name of the play call. But it was like toss sweep right and then he would just be like running around the edge We're like zit, zit, <laughs> like bending over uh on the, on the yeah, so that's how I, I would play with North Carolina a lot and then once the game got better, I played with Bam always. Mm. uh but that leads
0: into the next question. Well, I was gonna say Who's the most... I was gonna also oh, say go Pat White, by the way. Pat White, Steve Slayton, as our producer yeah. Will brought up. And in 07, that, that team yeah. also very, very unfair to play with. Go ahead.
1: Uh most dominant player to use in, in any NCAA
0: game, kind of like Madden 04 with Vic, that's from Dakota Reeves. I didn't play with him, but I gotta imagine Vince Young was really good. Really yeah. good. Because Vince Young yeah. was more accurate than than Tebow and could do more things like throwing downfield and stuff. Because you need to be able to throw downfield. And that was the one frustrating thing about playing with Tebow sometimes is that he just overthrow receivers. And it was like his accuracy wasn't quite well, wasn't good. at that level. No, he was very, very good. But I wasn't like sitting there trying to throw you know 40-yard bombs with him every time. Whereas yeah. like, with Vince Young, you could throw a 40-yard bomb or you could just run past everybody. i got to imagine yeah. he was up there. Reggie Bush, probably another one.
1: Reggie Bush was legit in that game. Um, mine was, uh, Victor Vincent. What? He was a, he was a dual threat quarterback that I recruited to Alabama in my season. So, so what we would do is my buddy Hans Stansel, he does not listen to this podcast, but, uh, my buddy Hans and I, he, he Hans was, a, he was homeschooled and he, he did everything too hard. Like he, he would do stuff like, like we would play this game, but it'd be like, all right, we're going to play it seriously. So we're going to recruit in the off season, We're going to work up. We're going to like, we're going to make the players go through drills to, like, increase their speed and stuff in the offseason. Like, he did the whole thing. Might mean too much, yeah. It, yeah, it might mean way too much. So then, like, what we would do is we would play our own games and, and like, play our own seasons and then meet in the championship. And, like, it would always be, like, on a Thursday night. Like, because that, that was, like, the big night to go out. Like, so, like, Thursday night, we'd have a championship at, like, 9 o'clock. Me versus him. And he beat me almost every single time. But this one year... I got this this dual threat quarterback named Victor Vincent, number five. He was a lefty, and I would just roll out every single time, and and it was the same play call, same play call every single time. Just roll out and then hit if there was if there was a guy streaking across the middle on this like deep post, or if there's somebody just down on the, down on the sideline, I would throw it to them. But if not, I would just run, and it was it was incredible. And he was so mad. He I think he broke a controller one time, mm-hmm. uh, because I. Was just, but Victor Vincent, <sighs> it's the
0: greatest greatest player in that game ever. The mobile quarterbacks, that's the key gotta have the mobile quarterbacks in, in yeah. video games because there's nothing more demoralizing than being like oh crap my first read isn't open i'm not good enough yeah. to go through my prog- progressions i'm just gonna run around everybody dude it was i mean because like
1: when he got there i remember like i was like he was like a 91 as a freshman and i was like what this <laughs> didn't happen as a freshman and so and then you would train him and it was like all right what do i need to train on and i remember like the first year he beat me with him as a freshman and i was like trying to train on like trying to get him better and more accurate and then i realized like just make him fast just make him fast uh, as it so then it, by the so by the time he was a senior, he had won like three Heismans. And this is like a playing against somebody, not just like a simulated thing. Okay. And it was it was awesome. So
0: this is uh this is from Ryan Douglas. I bet Victor Vincent had a nice Volkswagen deal. Because that just Ooh. rolls off the tongue. That's good. Ryan Douglas, best ad deal, he said. Cam Newton and laptops.
1: <laughs> you break I fix. That would be that's that's the one I would go with for Cam Newton. Um yeah, I mean, because it's not always that you can get whiteout stains off the back of a, of a Mac.
0: <laughs> okay, I have an actual answer for that if you if you want. Okay. S- yes, yeah. Stetson Bennett the fourth. Oh. Got to be doing those those cheesy law firm commercials. I'm yeah, Stetson Bennett the fourth, and I can help get you your claim. I can help get you the the. Did you feel like you were wrong? Wronged Morgan. Yeah, exactly. Were you wronged in an injury suit? I'm Stetson Bennett the fourth. Let me make we've sure we've got lawyers working around the clock to help you, Morgan and Morgan. <laughs> Ooh. What about also? Um, I did this in our, our roundtable as well. Um, I want Coach O and Miles Brennan in a commercial. And at first, it starts off with just the shot of Coach O and he's making gumbo and he just keeps making it yeah. in this massive pot. And then, like you expect him to be at like some family gathering, and it's actually just Miles Brennan sitting at a table eating tons and tons of gumbo to try and gain weight. And what is that for? For, well, from, it's it's some sort of local gumbo, like so, something oh, at okay. Baton Rouge where it maybe he's advertising for, I don't know if it's like Saturans or something like that. That's that's Saturans! That's a little bit too kitschy, too commercial, but yeah. some local... Tony Chachery's? Yeah, sure. Why not? We could do something like that. Or walk-ons. Good. I mean, walk-ons can make that happen. Yeah.
1: The best one the best one ever is... So first off, if you had a walk-on at walk-ons, that'd be legit. That'd be good. Um, if you had... What's the one I'm thinking of? Like the, the you had a good one
0: last year. Tua doing Hawaiian rolls? Gotta be. Oh, that's Money in the Bank. Money yeah. in the Bank, and um, he could be tossing them too, like right into yeah, right into like somebody's mouth or something, like a lineman. Like yeah. Jedrick Wills is just like sitting there, like waiting on Hawaiian <laughs> rolls to come. <laughs> That'd out. be good. Um,
1: yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, like a, a, a wedding DJ doing the wobble, Jalen Waddle. Mm, okay, Waddle baby, Waddle baby. So I think that would be good. What's he
0: advertising? Um, the wedding DJ. Oh, like he's doing it like a, a promotion for the DJ yeah. itself. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um Yeah, that's, that's all I can think here, of right here, now. That's pretty good. How about
0: this? Cavassier Smoke, local barbecue Oh, Oh! There we go. Yeah. If you had like a itself.
1: like a, a local a local gentleman's club, Cavassier Smoke is mm. just name it Cavassier Smoke. Don't
0: know if that'd be great for the brand, but That would not be good for the no. brand. But
1: that's a perfect perfect segue for the next one from Emory Picker, which is uh <laughs> this is my favorite question out of all of them, to be honest. It said which UGA player will endorse Toppers first? Now you don't know what Toppers is because we didn't go downtown when we were at at in Athens. Toppers is the strip club. In and they they give Toppers bucks or Toppers dollars. Are they like Shrood people? They are kind of like shroot bucks, okay. but for lap dances and private things that your wife doesn't want to know about. And I know that because my friend. <laughs> this has happened several times. But one of my friends. I'm not going to say his name on here, but I love him to death. He's one of my favorite people. You met him actually at the. Uh, at the um georgia missouri game he's, he's just a great dude and he, <laughs> there's been several times where I've, I've i've gone to athens on a saturday and he he would go up there for the full weekend and he would like kind of stumble out and start the tailgate and reach into his pocket and he's like oh god i've got 300 300 toppers bucks in here and i was like oh that is not good sir that is not good what a sentence. clint can't be doing that <laughs>
0: Did you have an actual question here, or did you want to answer that, or no? Oh no,
1: I just wanted—I just wanted to give a shout out to Toppers. Um, who the best one? I'd say Cade Mays or his dad. Chicken fingers. You'd probably lose a thumb if you got—if you got it in something you didn't need to be getting it into, guys. I'm just saying.
0: Uh, the, he's got to do—he's got to do a local chicken finger ad in Knoxville, I would think. Yeah. I mean, Ooh, that'd be good. he's not going to be around to be able to do that, but—but yeah. um, but his daddy will. Yeah. I had to come. I came up with today um, the ten SEC players who, when this goes into effect in 2021, the guys who I think will stand to make the most money off of it. Yeah. And it, I had six quarterbacks on the list because obviously no, that makes the most sense. But another one too: Jerry Neely and John Rice Plumley doing a play. And I realize they've kind of done this before for like Ole Miss marketing campaign stuff. But for a local sporting goods store in Oxford, if you just put them in, like, every single piece of sporting equipment possible. And they're like, these guys oh, do it all because they play yeah. every sport, which you always get reminded about because that's what they do. That makes sense, um, yeah. Okay, I will find one here. Matthew Cedro, if you were a current college athlete who could receive an endorsement deal from any company of your choice, who would it be and what non-monetary compensation would you want from that company? Non-monetary compensation... I, what? We yeah, gotta okay. So, I want money. so is that just perks. Like you go to that place yeah. and you're you're able to get some sort of deal. It's because it, right. I feel like everything is is monetary to a certain extent.
1: Yeah. So I would say Chick Fil A, and I would want I want to want free Chick Fil A. That's a good one. Ozzy. Yeah. I mean, like, like because you got to think about it. if it's non-monetary. I mean, you're not gonna get it from a booze. You're not gonna be allowed to get booze. No. That would be my clear my clear cut answer if I was. But like, there's no way coach is like gonna let you have like a booze endorsement. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I guess I'm going with Chick-fil-A because chick fil as They're always on campus. And besides Sunday, they're always open. And I, you know what I would do? I would have a special... I would have a special where on... You know what, though? If you're from Milledgeville, Georgia, you'll get this. I might have one with Golden Pantry, a little late-night eating spot. Mm, okay. So just Because, like, free... You know what? Honestly, knowing who I was as a person, if this is, like... If I was allowed to do this, it would be Golden Pantry, I think, because you can get free gas. One, but also like Golden Pantry late night eating was like the the go to spot. And if you're like late night, you're leaving the bar, you're not leaving alone, or you're leaving with your boys even, and you you get you're like, hey, listen, all all everything's on me. We'll just go up to uh,
0: Golden Pantry. I got free food for everyone. That's pretty boss. You be, yeah. What okay, yeah. but what about being the first college athlete to ever get an advertising deal with Waffle House. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, we didn't go to Waffle House when
1: we were drunk in in college, though.
0: We had a Waffle we're House. Sober. I had a Waffle House across the street from where I went in Big time oh. Country. Ironically enough, yeah, crazy. Good for you. Yeah, but we we would we go there. We had Huddle times. Houses. No, mm. yeah, that's not that's not gonna. It was do like
1: it. well, you're younger than I was, though. But like when we went to Waffle House, you had to drive. So you had to figure out who your best drunk driver was. Just kidding, guys. We never did that. Yikes! I'm
0: uncomfortable yet again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, you're up. Um, let's see. Actually, uh, you're you're supposed. I oh, know it's mine. Yeah. Um, okay. We we kind of that. which hair products were Trevor Lawrence endorse? This is a good question because I don't think he would do Head and Shoulders, which is like the natural one you always see with like who's the quarterback at uh for Kansas City? Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes. Um, did you just Pat not- Mahomes' his name? Yeah, a little bit. Because um, it's him and Troy Palomalu. I don't think that'd be a good one. It's got to be someone fancy. So you know what I'll say? Instead of Garnier Fructis, L'Oreal for Kids. L'Oreal for Kids. I use this through college, okay? They have the best smelling shampoo ever. And Trevor Lawrence is kind of a kid. So L'Oreal for Kids is where I would go with this. Plus there's so much more money to be made off those.
0: Not sure that's the brand he's looking for.
1: Um, L'Oreal for Kids? I mean, so, I mean, Face of
0: the Franchise, L'Oreal Kids, that, that kind of, that's, that's an That's easy
1: just part. one of his many, that's one of his many things, but for hair products alone, yes, that or Garnier Fructis, but Garnier Fructis had all the weird, like, like borderline, like, overly sensual commercials, I'll say that.
0: Yeah, I could, Charlie Lawrence could definitely do something like that. What you could do, like, Dove yeah. or something.
1: Why? Oh, Dove with, out. like, you open the doors and there's, like, Doves flying out behind him? That'd be pretty sick.
0: Oh, you're, you're going with the actual Dove.
1: Yeah. Oh. Okay. All right. I can see that. Dove. 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 Actual Dove.
0: Uh, what do you call it? Shampoo smells like crap. I feel like there's an Axe opportunity there. Does X do shampoo or just some sort of some sort of because sp- they, they do like the body
1: spray, obviously. They, but they do. Yeah. Ev- they do pretty much everything now. They have like a Swiss Army knife. It's like thirty-two in one yeah, for men. That's I don't gross. Get it. it is gross. But guys, listen to us real quick. And this is something that I think we both agree on. If you're a grown-ass man and you're using a 3-in-1, a 2-in-1's I mean, bad enough, but if you're using a 3-in-1...
0: 2-in-1? There's nothing wrong with, with, with shampoo and There is. No, there's not.
1: No, 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 no. no I'm talking about a shampoo and body wash.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's... Yeah, yeah that's, that's gross.
1: gross. Yeah. If you're putting stuff on your feet that you're putting in your hair, we gotta talk, guys. We gotta talk.
0: Anyway. It's like I always that's... say, don't brush your teeth with the same thing you put under your pits.
1: Yeah, what? Who does that? Well, I mean this 32 and one <laughs> yeah there you go
0: um all right let's see we have Emery's Emery's got a ton yeah Emery really did some, some Emory was bored heavy heavy lifting um let's see if it was fully impl- implemented this season what athlete would make the most money now Trevor Lawrence Does that mean Trevor Lawrence is yeah. the obvious one let's stick to the SEC that one by the way is from Dakota Carter if you could just stick to the SEC who would make the most in 2020?
1: Bo Nix's uh, baby mama. Just off of alimony. Um, okay, let's see here. Who would make the most in 2020? It's, it's got to be Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields, but I would say Trevor Lawrence. I'm so, just stick really to the close. SEC.
0: How about we stick to the SEC? In
1: the SEC? Oh, that's tough. Kellen Mond? Kellen Mond's in Texas, man.
0: I don't know if Kellen Mond he, would make that much.
1: You don't think he would in Texas? I don't think,
0: I don't think public favor with him is is like that high and if you i actually didn't include him in my in my top 10 for wow. 20, well that's that's also for 2021 okay so i should i should say because he's not gonna be eligible by that point so yeah. that was a dumb thing to say on my part but i don't know that he'd be the most lucrative here's a wild card and this you're, you're gonna hear this you're gonna be like that's that's ridiculous you're getting way ahead of yourself well, harrison bailey tennessee what? He goes viral every time he does anything. Tennessee fans are obsessed with that kid. He hasn't played a down he, yet. I realize that. He might not be the most, but I, I put him on my list for the 2021 when that starts because Tennessee fans are over the moon about that kid. And if you were a local advertiser in Knoxville and you said, "What yeah. we can do whatever we can, even if it's just social media stuff, like when he throws in practice... His videos get like a hundred thousand views. Why Tennessee fans are so sad right now? I don't like this. I saw I
1: saw yet again today that our boy Michael Wayne Bratton – and I, I I put him on blast forwards. So I don't I don't have a problem saying this, but saying again that did Jeremy Pruitt out coach Saban in the in the game this year, Tennessee versus Bama? Tennessee fans are crazy. They got a five star linebacker. They're back, baby. They're back. <laughs> um, I don't so I don't know anything about Harrison Bailey and him going viral. Off his videos because I don't follow kids on Instagram like some of these Tennessee fans out here. Um, I will say it would be Jamar Chase based off our conversation we had the other yeah. day. Or I guess maybe even Bo Nix. Possibly,
0: definitely possible. Yeah. I, I reached out to one of our LSU friends who might know a thing or two. All right. It was, yeah. it was Hester. Um, and basically, I was like, hey, what do you think? Just give me like a general target. If Jamar Chase is going to sign autographs in this day and age, given what LSU was just gone through winning a national championship, he is on everybody's mock draft, showing up in top five or whatever, top receiver off the board, preseason all American, Blitnikoff winner, all those things. How much is that kid making? Hester's like, I don't know, twenty five grand? Twenty five grand. Which talking to a couple of our of our of our friends about how much they would get when they came back to their college town after they got to the NFL anywhere from like $1000 to 10 grand would be like what they would make. And yeah. I think that given like it's not crazy to think that some of these people are way more popular in college than they are in the NFL. I, mean, I don't think Jamar Chase right. is going to be one of those guys, but if you had a chance to all of a sudden like you're you're sitting there in Baton Rouge and you're a local business, I think I think fans would be out the door for that game oh, because yeah. because they know that they think he's going to be successful at the next level and yeah. why wouldn't you want to, you know? Try and make some sort of, have some sort of value off that. Yeah, I agree with that.
1: Um, Jamar Chase is the easy, obvious answer, I would think, because like like at Bama, no offense, they just have had like all these guys that are almost more popular in the like in the past. Like like Patrick Sertain's not gonna get more love than like Minka Fitzpatrick, Bryce Young. You know what I mean? Bryce Young
0: is the one who Bryce Young could be. Good. I put him on the 2021 list. I also had on the 2021 list Trey Sanders, who. Yeah, big personality, I think he's going to be one of those guys who will absolutely have those opportunities. And even if he doesn't have this 1,000-yard season and is the Trent Richardson to Mark Ingram type of year uh, with Najee Harris, I think he is still going to be a big-time name come 2021. I agree with that. Zamir White, another kid, also super, super popular. I don't know what the future holds for him. Zeus! He's draft eligible. Oh, yeah, there's – okay, so if you're a Greek restaurant in, in Athens, which obviously there's like a billion of those, right? Yeah. Um, I, well, I don't think so. But you just do a commercial with him saying Zeus, or you know, some sort yeah. of Instagram post.
1: Who, who's like a like, like a? I mean, you could do one with like the entire O line.
0: Yeah, like that would be good. Is so
1: here's the next one. This is from Kirk Vickery. Uh, Kirk has been on a mission lately. Kirk, he he put my name up on the uh, Parkview Panther High School uh, Wikipedia page. It was promptly taken down, um, and then and then Kirk's rights to edit on Wikipedia were taken away. Which he, uh, for whatever reason, blamed on me and said that you must have somebody at Wikipedia that doesn't like you. No, Kirk, <laughs> you're the one that changed the things <laughs> and made all the edits. I think it might be on you, bro. Yeah, maybe. Um, so it said, uh, let's see here. Which buffet do you think the Hefty Lefty, RIP, would have endorsed? Oh, man. That's simple. Is it? Yeah. I mean gold- the same guy. It's the first name of your brother and my favorite pop star of all time, Cabrera, Ryan's. It's not Golden Corral. I was Ryan's. gonna say Golden Corral. See, Golden Corral, <laughs> Golden Corral—they got that chocolate fountain or whatever—and they think they're all uppity now. <laughs> Ryan's is the place to go.
2: <laughs> Do they? Do they really think Golden Corral's uppity?
1: gotten a little bit? You know what? They've gotten a little bit too big for their britches. I'll say it. Um, Ryan's is the place to go. Ryan. Ryan's is like, like Golden Corral has like—they—they they look better because they have that little golden ambiance to it, and they—they they have like the sirloin steak night, which like I ain't trying to eat steak, and I go to Golden Corral anyway. Who's got the most shrimp? Who's got the most fried shrimp? That's where I'm trying to go.
0: Bro, I'm not eating buffet shrimp. I Dude, am yeah, not. Dude, yeah, you are. No, you
1: nope, You don't want to live. Nope. That's a problem with you, Connor.
0: Nope. You don't want to live, bro. I do. and I have Actually, lived, you do. I have lived through some food poisoning from shrimp. Yeah. At a place that I should not have gotten shrimp from, and it was not fun. Never again.
1: I don't know how many times Ali has told tell me, she's like, quit eating Kroger sushi. And I'm like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And she's like, "All right, well, if you're gonna be you're gonna be the one throwing up." Wait, so.
0: Kroger sushi? Because Publix sushi, my wife has all the
1: time, and that's pretty good. Oh, Publix is different, Connor. It's a lot different. Kroger sushi? No, no. So you don't know what You don't know what low is until you're. Well, that's a story from another time. I mean, it's I shopped
0: I shopped at Kroger all four years at college in Indiana, so very familiar with it. Very familiar.
1: I I remember at two o'clock in the morning one time having a just an absolute irrational meltdown that I had, I had. I had a, I had gotten something that I didn't have, and I thought someone told me it was just a whole thing, Connor. And I was, at, I was at Kroger at two o'clock in the morning, getting a lice kit and some Kroger sushi, and it was a problem. It was a real problem. That's, we'll just leave the rest of the the viewers viewers imagination.
0: Third time I've been uncomfortable. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it turned out I didn't have anything besides a good time. So here we go. Next up, you're
0: up. All right, John W. Peterson. Um, my question is to Connor Ogera. That's me. Uh, with your vast connections within both the NCAA and EA Sports, people forget that's in Orlando. Uh, can you help get the ball rolling on a new NCAA football video game? Here's what I'll say to that. Oh boy. Never say never, but do not hold your breath. Because yeah. if Kane Coulter <laughs> if you're Connor answer ever if you remember Kane Coulter, the Northwestern quarterback who came through in the early part of the two thousand or the twenty tens and he was made all those headwaves because he was trying to unionize college football. That's what he was trying to do. If he was coming along now, and if there was stuff like that put in place now, I think we're having a different conversation about it now that we have this momentum with the NIL stuff. But I think that's going to take so much work, and I don't know if they're going to go down the road of group licensing anytime soon just because they need to figure this crap out first before anything else, before they're like, all right, let's have – entire organization benefit off this stuff. As much as everybody's like, hey, all you got to do is give these kids a free copy of the game. Unfortunately, that's not the way it works, and there's a couple more things to play.
1: Yeah, agreed.
0: Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. That was for me.
1: That was for you? Okay, so next one for me. Emory Picker, with one of my favorite ones of all time. Which credit card company would would the entire Florida Gators team endorse? And why this is a good question is this, because... People forget that when Urban Meyer was at Florida and he was an absolute scumbag of a person, uh, and the people he recruited were even bigger scumbags somehow, he actually, there was a player on his team, three players actually, that got caught using a credit card, a gas credit card, for a woman who
0: was deceased, a woman who passed away. An, and they were using... In addition to that, the credit card 9 of 2017... Yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah,
1: People forget about the one where, where he had 26 players arrested in his first four years, and one of them was, or three of them were because of this, and a woman whose daughter passed away had to call a credit card company and say, uh, I'm sorry, but I think these are fraudulent charges. And they're like, well, what, what seems to be the matter, man? Why would that be the case? And he's like, well, because my daughter's dead. Awkward yeah. conversation to so, I would say MasterCard with a joint venture with Morgan & Morgan.
0: Morgan and Morgan doesn't make credit cards,
1: no, but they would also it's just the m thing they could do the whole like have, have you been the the law, like the unlawful victim of a credit card crime
0: Morgan and Morgan capital one that's another one capital who uh, could forget that two thousand and seven capital one bowl Florida Michigan great game oh God all seventeen t- times they played that game since two thousand and nine all time game all time game those teams <laughs> <laughs> all right let's see what do we got here um this is a good question. This is from Jesse Foley. What could Linemen endorse outside of the obvious food slash restaurant deals? Uh, gyms. I think gyms is, is a good one. Some sort of, and like I said, so much of this, the majority of these these third party ave, rev, <coughs> third party yeah. revenue streams are going to come on social media, and it's going to be a yeah. quick post here or there. I I think the restaurant ones are the obvious ones, but like nutrition supplements, stuff like that. If you're... Big and tall. Yeah. I mean, like, because kids can't get, you know, these like shoe deals. Like they're not going to... Like Zion could have gotten a national shoe deal or something like that, but at the same time, he's also limited because he goes to Duke and it's not like he can deviate and wear shoes that are outside of that. That's still a restriction. So he would still be like, okay, well, you can only get a shoe company with one company. You don't really have leverage or anything like that. Right. Linemen, though, I, I feel like there are, there are a variety of things that you can do with them, and as a group. Our editor, Chris Wright, had the idea for Arkansas offensive linemen, they could be Walmart greeters. Oh, that'd be good. Don't know if they're going to go down that road. That's a little bit too part-time jobby for me, but
1: yeah, um,
0: I, I think that there are other opportunities like that. They could be bouncers. If you go yeah. to – because uh, you can't do that now, right? I mean, you can't do that now under, under current rules. If you have – You can. You can be, you can be a bouncer. As long as you're working under twelve hours, I I did it. I was
1: a doorman when I still played baseball. You have to, you you cannot work more than twelve hours, and you can't make more than a certain amount of money. Because if you're because if you're in the service industry at all, you can't make over a certain amount of money.
0: What about uh, what about moving companies? That'd be That's, good.
1: See, that was like a real thing though, because a lot, a lot of these players used to do that like in the off before they had like before they became year year round. Okay. Um, another good one I think bathing suit companies oh that's kind of funny
0: that's a market yeah good commercials like having a
1: big guy in a bathing suit that'd be really funny really good commercials so
0: essentially the chubbies brand but yeah for but actually chubby yeah, yeah. well uh, right, those guys
1: are there you go yeah. alright let's wrap it up here because of course that's the PP um, when weed becomes <laughs> and if, uh, becomes legal in Georgia how many dispensaries will be endorsed by players in Athens the correct answer to that is zero because I don't think Kirby's going to allow that, but you know, there's a lot of stuff that we thought Kirby wasn't going to allow until he became the head coach at Georgia. So I will say at least one. It'll be somebody that just left, and it'll be somebody that shouldn't have um, shouldn't have any involvement at all. Like so, they, they there's a there's a player there's a player named Wix Patterson or Wix Patton. He he's like a he he was like a walk on at Georgia. Um, and he, he now is like is like a music like a musician or a singer-songwriter or something like that in L.A. His, his music's actually really good. That kind of guy, he has a man bun. That kind of guy would be he perfect. Is. Yeah, he, he would be a perfect uh, person for a dispensary.
0: Don't know if guys are going to want to open that up for their brand. Might not no. be the best look, but you never know. But if you're already leaving to go to L.A., then yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A new frontier is upon us with college yeah. athletics. I think that... I do think that local businesses are really going to try and take advantage of this. And just briefly today, you know, reached out to uh, Matt Jones, Kentucky Sports Radio. He's got a new restaurant yeah. in Lexington, very, very popular restaurant. I was like, "Hey, what are your what are your thoughts on this? Like, are you guys going to pursue yeah. getting Kentucky basketball and Kentucky football players?" He's like, "Absolutely," and other school, other. This is going to happen with other businesses yeah. as well reached out to the swamp again, you know, very popular place in Gainesville. Yeah. And they're like, you know, their owner, been there several times. So. Yeah. Their owner. Yeah. I've been there. I went there. Yeah. I went there in August actually. Very, very good. Um, did you knock somebody out? Cause they gave you a $14 tab? Aaron Hernandez. I did not. I did <laughs> not. Um, no, but uh, that's, these, these businesses are going to be doing that. And I think that's, mm-hmm. we're going to look at college football differently in the 2020s with that. Now, is it going to ruin the sport as many, have feared, I don't think that's going to be the case. Nah. I think that there are ways that we can figure this out. And coaches are going to regulate this as well. It's not like you're going to have guys make, missing practice to go do car dealership commercials or something like that. I mean, there's still yeah. a, gu- a set of guidelines that these coaches are going to have, and they're going to want to demand a certain amount of focus from their players. Yeah, agreed. All right, Marley. All right, one more. We got one more? We got we time for one
1: more? No, you, we're done. We're done. Okay. Are you Sure? There you go. Positive. You there's make, some good ones on this
0: one. You want to make me uncomfortable any, any more times? or?
1: I just, you know, the, the I didn't know. I can't believe you didn't know the Bo Nix thing.
0: I think I might have heard that, but I I like brushed it off as some sort of yeah, kind of like the way he did with his kid.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we should double check to make sure it's a real thing. Uh, I I I just it's like it's got too much traction to not be not a real thing. It, and it's just it's an odd thing that he hasn't. I, whatever, whatever. It's. It's. I mean, it, I feel like if, if it wasn't real, he would have definitively come out and be like, "Hey, that's not real." He has not.
0: You got that out of your system? You good? Yeah, it's fine. It's birthday weekend, by the way. I turned thirty. This, yeah, I turned thirty this weekend on Sunday. So fun times. On Sunday. Fun times. Yeah. Then you turn um, tw- thirty. Thirty-one uh,
1: next. 30 I mean next Tuesday. It's. it's 34 on Tuesday, yeah. This is going to be the worst birthday weekend ever. I told told Allie, I was like, my birthday's going to suck, huh? And she was like, no. I was like, our birthdays are going to suck. And she's like, no, yours is because I don't really care about my birthday. You care way too much about your birthday. And I was like, wow, that is something to say out loud. And uh, so, yeah, it's fine. Cinco de Marlar is going to be pretty lame this year. I'm just going to eat a bunch of tacos by myself in quarantine.
0: My wife had a trip planned for us that That I have to cancel. Don't know what it was. Oh, is that? the? Oh. Don't know what it was. Haven't been told. Yeah, I'm going to find out on my birthday, but she had to reschedule. For your 30th. Everything. Yeah, 30th. Kind of a big birthday. I've got like, a couple yeah. more days in my 20s. Going to maybe like go outside once or twice. Probably not because yeah. it doesn't seem wise right now, but yeah. One time. I went
1: to Biloxi for my 30th, and it was the worst. Not doing that. No, don't do that. I don't recommend that to anybody. That was, that was the worst, man. That was the absolute worst birthday. I mean, your 30th is, I mean, you know, maybe in the 30s you'll stop doing deadlifts. Maybe that'll be the, I, I had stopped
0: given. doing deadlifts because we're quarantined. <laughs> Man, it's a tough break, huh? It's tough break, <laughs> tough, tough, tough break. break. <laughs> Surviving one day at a time, one day at a time. Survive! <laughs> have you ever seen Tropic Thunder? Yes, I
1: have. Allie, Allie had never seen it. We watched it the other day. She was not impressed. Eh, you got to be with the right people, I think, to see that movie. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, all right, well, that is all for Casual Friday. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Hey, Hope Connor you have a great we're birthday. Going, no, we're
0: going to Stump Marler. Don't you dare sign us oh, off. Yeah. We have Stump Marler. And Marler may or may not, but finally have a blemish on his record. Yeah. So, Took y'all long enough. Let's kick it to Stump Marler. All right. You know what it is. Stump Marler. This week, the, the, the people in the Facebook group are confident that Marler is finally going down. Jay Woody, is Marler finally going down this week?
2: Yeah, I think this is the week, buddy. I gotta be honest. Man, they really brought their A game, so I'm I'm very, very confident. Didn't, they did a much better job than I do. Didn't
1: they bring their A game the last couple of weeks too, they said?
2: Nope. That was my A game the last couple of weeks. Now this is Ooh. their A game. Yeah, okay. you're in trouble now, buddy. Nice attitude though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's
0: do this. Marler, are you ready? Yeah, always. All right. Let's start the clock. Question number one relates to Alabama and Florida. At least one of those two teams have played in the SEC championship 15 of the 27 years so far and they have played against each other in a championship more than any other two teams in college football history. How many times have they played each other and what were the years and a bonus point for every MVP you can name from the games?
1: Ooh, I don't know about the MVP, but I'll tell you the scores, and I'll try to give you a few MVPs. And I hope this is not your A game because this is not a great start for you. Ninety-two. <laughs> uh, it was twenty-eight to twenty-one. Antonio Langham's your MVP. Ninety-three. Twenty-eight to thirteen. Uh, fun fact: After that game, Terry Dean. I think Terry Dean was the MVP, the quarterback of Florida. They went to the Sugar Bowl, beat West Virginia forty-two to seven. Bama went to the Gator Bowl, lost to uh, UNC. Actually, they might have beat UNC. 94. That is the infamous uh, game that I, tennis match that I threw. They lost. Bama lost 24 to 23. I don't remember the MVP of that game. 96. They uh, Florida won 45 to 30. Danny Werfel was the MVP and Heisman that year. 99. This is the game where Bama played them for the second time that season. Beat them for the second time that season. Freddie Millens had a 79 yard end around to score. They won 34 to seven. Freddie Millens was the MVP. Uh, 2008. Florida. Uh, I don't know who the MVP was. I'm going to assume Tebow or maybe Lewis Murphy. Um, 2009, (laughs) 32-13, Tebow cried for our sins. The MVP, I'm assuming, was probably uh, Mark Ingram. I think he had like 113 yards rushing, and he also had like 78 yards receiving on a screen pass towards the end of the first half. Um, 2000, that was 2009. So then 2015, uh, that was... 54 to 16 uh that was i'm assuming derrick henry was a was the mvp and then 2016 i don't remember the score but those are all the years wow
2: I'm what <laughs> <laughs> how close is i on the scores you you have a problem i mean we didn't track the scores i tracked the mvps was all I tracked, and you missed three of them okay In 94 so it was I missed Ellis three of them Johnson. what year
1: what year did yeah. i miss don't tell don't tell me what year 92. did
2: i miss 94. Uh, uh, Doring? It's Ellis Johnson, who's a defensive tackle. You're never going to get him. So, it's a defensive yeah, tackle. Yeah, I that. Okay. 2009 was Greg McElroy, not Mark Ingram. Wow. And two, 2016 stupid. was Ruben Foster. Was Ruben Foster. What did he do? Uh, He was a headhunter the whole time, man. I think he was just tackling and yes. killing people. Wasn't that the one where you... I was at all those games. You're welcome, guys. <laughs> Bite me. Okay. These these are still still mine, by the way, so bite me. Appreciate that. Okay.
0: All right. Question number two. For the first 18 years of the SEC championship game, only Florida, Tennessee, or Georgia represented the SEC East. Hmm. Who was the first team to represent the East that wasn't Florida, Tennessee, or Georgia? Also... Who did they play against in that SEC championship game?
1: Oh, Connor, great, great question. Great question. Again, you guys did your best. I want to say Missouri. I want to say Missouri and Auburn 2013. I will not. The answer is Steven Garcia and the South Carolina Gamecocks in 2010. They lost like 52 to like 21 or something, 28 maybe. I don't know. Uh, Cam Newton and Auburn won. That was the game where he was supposed to be suspended because of cheating. He was not for whatever reason. Um, not even for a single half. And they hit a Hail Mary at the end of the first half. I walked Stone Mountain Park that day up the mountain because I was so frustrated I had to get some uh, some angst out. Uh, but, yeah, it was South Carolina. <laughs> that was
2: the first team in the East. I thought you were going to go Missouri. i got to be honest. Yeah, I didn't.
0: <laughs> Final score, by the way, Marler was 56-17. to 17, So Ooh. you got everything else right. But, I mean, yeah, I think I'm you, you got to give Stephen thing. Garcia more credit than that. Exactly. It sounds like I
1: need to give him less credit because he got he got less points
0: than I gave him credit for. <laughs> All right. Last question before lightning round. Uh, this is from Cameron Camp and John W. Peterson. Name the teams that have played in but have never won an SEC title game. There are four of them. God, y'all really got to step up your game.
1: Uh, Mississippi State. That was in 1998. Um South Carolina, as I just said, 2010. Um, Let's see here. Mizzou, 2013, 2014. And I think that, is that, let me see, is that it? Hold on. One more. Mississippi State, they've played it. Oh, Arkansas, 95, 2002, and 2005, and 2006. Okay.
2: Um, no way. They, yeah, they, they played that many. Have they played, yeah. played that many?
1: Man, they I, played in '95 because Bama fans. was on probation. They played in 2006 because uh, of Darren McFadden, and 2002 they got beat 30 to three by Georgia. Um, I was at a Clemson baseball camp that weekend, and Khalil
2: Green was my host. Mm. So there's that. <laughs> I'm sorry, Hog fans. I would have told you that you had gone maybe once or twice. So. Yeah. Oh man. All right. Here we go. so did i just go three for three is
1: that is that what i'm getting
2: here those those were mine those were mine these are the these are the listeners questions right here so don't get too cocky buddy you've blown me out of the water every week these are now the listeners questions smarty pants you ready okay yeah let's do it (laughs) question number one comes from bobby burchens he is one of the uh, moderators of our facebook page and i hope it properly sets the tone for how hard i'm coming at you this week um the University of Florida has had three players, and they could be quarterbacks, running backs, or wide receivers. Three players who have rushed for over 1,000 in a season since the year 2000. Two of them were rated five stars out of high school. Name the three players, and the two were five stars. Ooh. They had to rush for 1,000? Rush for 1,000, and they could be a quarterback, a running back, or a wide receiver.
1: Uh, Percy Harvin.
0: That is incorrect.
1: Uh, ooh. ooh. Don't wow! The rush for a thousand. I guess I'll say Tebow. That is also incorrect.
0: Uh, come on! What?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. Christ on a cracker. Uh. Wow. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I'm trying to think. I, is it, was Ernest Graham way too early? I'm thinking. Like who is? who's yeah. a, like uh sure. who's reigns the kid from like 2005 nope <laughs> okay tell me go ahead I, I lose. all right
2: now i will tell you bobby Ward did it this way on purpose because he knew if he said quarterback running back or wide receiver you would name both percy harvin and tebow so he did 100 percent exactly what he intended to do they are oh, kelvin taylor the Saison, oh. and mike gilla Gil, gillisley i guess gillisley they are all three running backs they are all three running backs Oh man! You to it just, you it just goes spray. to show you
1: how forgettable this entire Florida program has been for most most of the 21st century. But that's a that's a
2: great question from Bobby. <laughs> I love it that the time that you miss it, it's the fault of the program for being forgettable. I didn't. Uh, I'm just I saying. Understand. I mean, you know,
1: it's it's, it's that's not. I'm not going to take that's Ron Zook's problem, not me. <laughs>
2: that was some of that. I going to say Florida. Wait, hold up, hold up,
0: hold up. How are you going to say Florida is irrelevant when they won two national championships in the 21st century.
1: Connor, I didn't say irrelevant, I said forgettable. I just said that, so don't misquote me on that. I just said forgettable. I, I'm going to
0: misquote <laughs> you and I'm going to slander you. Florida fans go after Marlar.
1: Why? I mean, yeah, yeah they they've try. been forgettable. I said try. I said this a long time ago. Without without the spurrier and Meyer years, that program has been garbage.
2: That's, uh, at the at Burn Funquist on Twitter.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Go ahead. We, we've, had this, we've had this conversation in the last offseason. <laughs>
2: right. Hey, any idea who the two And five just, stars just were? know, like just favorite. know.
1: That the entire, the- I also just said every single date, every single year, and every single score of the year before. So if you're going to come at me, come at me with actual knowledge of stuff. So there you go.
2: You got any gifts on the two that were five stars out of Kelvin Taylor, Theatrical, uh, and Mike Gillisley?
1: I'm assuming it was Fazen and,
2: and Gillisley. I don't remember.
1: Kelvin Taylor was. was Taylor. Uh... Taylor and
2: Fazen. Taylor and Fazen.
1: Okay. Yeah. Good for Her them.
2: Two. I don't remember that at all. All right. So. Oh, now 0 for 1 is how you're going against the fans at this moment just FYI I want Ooh. to make sure that everybody's clear on that okay. 0 for 1 Mickey Sheremy is up next he is absolutely killed oh, the questions um honestly he gave me enough stuff where I could do a whole week or two of just his questions and I don't think you'd get three of them but um, Mickey so so, yeah, famous yeah, for going
1: personal. to the Nick Saban football camp and wearing a pair of zip off half pant half shorts from Abercrombie cargo short pants that's Mickey Sheremy, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen <laughs> It's a great picture. I want it framed for my wedding.
2: Yeah. So, uh, so be sure you post that up on the uh, on the on the Facebook page. We'd all yeah. love to see that, Mickey. Um, all right. So this one may be bar trivia, so you may know it, but I- I'm hoping not. Name the only two states in the entire United States to never send a school to the NCAA basketball tournament. There's oh, two of them. Oh, I
1: thought we agreed no basketball. Um, <laughs> no, no. I'll say Alaska.
2: It it is because it it doesn't even okay. have a D one school, the entire state of Alaska. Yeah,
1: that makes sense. Um, Alaska, I know it ain't Bama. Um, <laughs> hmm, it's got to be somewhere from those like, is it U D? Is it Delaware?
2: It is not. It is the state. Oh, hold on, is it the New great Hampshire? State of Maine. It is
1: not Maine. <laughs> the great that state makes so much Maine. sense. I knew it had to be somewhere up in that. Those Red Sox fans, New England. <laughs> Like crap, whole states. That's a good. That's a good question, Mickey Jeremy. I got one of them right though.
2: Yeah, you got half. So so far you are .5 out of two. I guess it's not bad. Next one is also from Mickey Jeremy. Uh, since two thousand, there have been five recruiting prospects who have received a perfect one uh, grade from two from two twenty four seven. Can you name all five of the perfect recruits?
1: Oh man, uh, Derek Henry, Mark hey, Ingram. Hey. Brody Croyle, <laughs> Jay, John Parker Wilson. Um, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Let me think here. Joe Burrow. Two of them. Two of, Burrow, of them are two of SEC. SEC. Yeah. I'll okay, so it's that. gotta be so. Hmm, Clowney. Ro- Robert Kmitici. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Dude,
2: um, okay. Is
1: so, it, good. so I gotta say, I gotta think Trevor Lawrence was one of them. Um, so those three, and then there's two more. And this is from twenty-four yeah, seven. So, more. oh man, there's actually three question. more.
2: There's actually three more because Trevor Lawrence is not one. Oh man,
1: um, who's number one? All?
2: So Rashawn i Rashawn Gary. On, I'm just, just going to use Mickey Jeremy's questions every time. For yeah, now you on. also. So this is
1: good. I'm going to say Rashawn Gary. I'm going to go old Rashawn school Gary. here and say okay. I'm going to go old school here and say Joe McKnight.
2: No, no, no. Damn. I'm Um, going to tell you the last two. You got to quit guessing. uh, Hold on. I I got
1: one more guess. I'm going to say Noel Devine.
2: (laughs) Vince Young and Ernie Sims from Texas and Florida State. Ernie Sims, <laughs> incredible. Okay,
1: yeah, that's that's a good question. That's a, a good question.
2: A perfect recruit, a perfect. Yeah, because you uh, you know you claim to be quite the recruiting aficionado, so I thought that. Would no, be a good I said one I to, used to, to, to follow
1: recruiting with. when it mattered for Bama. Now it doesn't really matter anymore because they just <laughs> they just pump out all these national it's championships. Win
2: every year. I hear you. Five dollars. Yeah, stars exactly. All Who cares? All right, I got one. I got one here from Emory Picker, man. And uh, this oh, is a Georgia-based Emory. one. He's the worst. <laughs> okay i gonna tell you, I thought that was uh, Kevin. Though you thought was the worst. I did not know. It was oh, Kevin Sorry.
1: Thompson is the worst. I think we'd all agree on that. that Kevin is the worst.
2: <laughs> I hope, I hope he gets Just kidding, Kevin. All right, all right, I'm ready. Go. How many Uggas have there been, and who did Ugga Five try to bite in 1996?
1: Oh man, how many Uggas? I think there's been. I think there's been ten or eleven. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Ten, um, and ugga five tried to fight Robert Baker in the end zone. I have a shirt made of it uh, from, <laughs> from from Georgia. Uh, it's a beautiful moment. It's one of my favorite. But you know, it's my favorite rivalry. Um, I'm going to say ten, and I think it's it was definitely Robert Baker. I I wanted to say I wanted to say Robert Edwards, but Robert Edwards obviously played for um, played for Georgia, and it was in '96, yeah. and that was the game where they went to four overtimes that we had Stinch come on to talk about. I think the final score was like 56 to 50 or 48 or something like that. I don't remember.
2: Nice. Nice. I will give you that one. It is 10 full-time. There's also been four Damn. stand-ins, but I think only the uh, great Georgia fans would know that. And then it was indeed Robert Baker. So you finally yeah, got one. Yeah, the last,
1: the last couple have like passed away pretty quickly.
2: Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's, yeah. there's been a lot of more heartache in those games. There's been yeah. a lot more heartache in Georgia <laughs> oh, games. Oh, that's messed cool, up. So. <laughs> have his bulldog. <laughs> that's right,
1: bulldog that's hearts right. can't take that. that. That's a good point.
2: That's uh, that that Jay Woody at Twitter. <laughs> yeah, fight. there you I, go. Not Vern Fugler. All right, um, Matthew Sedro. Let's see. Matthew Sedro says, in 2016, LSU running back doer Leonard Fournette and Darius Geis surpassed the previous LSU single-game rushing record three separate times in the same season. Geis mm-hmm. did it twice against Arkansas and Texas A&M, and Leonard did it once against Ole Miss. Whose record did they break?
1: Uh, it's either Kevin Two Falk old. or Cecil Diesel Collins. It's um,
2: I'm gonna say Cecil Collins. It is Allie Broussard. He ran for 250 yards against Ole Miss in 2004. Hey, we'll bleep that.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was good. That's a good question. I would have, I would have for sure thought it was Cecil Diesel or Kevin Falk.
2: That's a good question. <laughs> they like to lead you astray. I'm finding the ones that, like, make something obvious. Like, it's got to be Tebow. That's the ones that get you every yeah. time. Yeah. You Who know, somebody else? Right?
1: They, well, when you say All every right. time, they've only gotten me, like, once in the past three weeks. But, yeah, sure, every time. Every time, sir.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's been, like, four of the last five, just FYI. Okay. Okay. Whatever. Right. So, Nicky Sheramy's got another one. And, uh, actually, I knew this one. I knew three of these four. So, we'll see. I, okay. I, you're definitely going to get this one, I think. What four teams were ranked at the top? For the first ever college football playoff rankings.
1: Oh. Uh, Mississippi State, A&M, Oregon, and shoot, 2014. It wasn't Ohio State.
2: Oh, Florida State. All right, you've got two of them. So I'll give you, I'll no. give you another guess. At the other In 2014, two. Mississippi State and Florida State are correct. Oregon wasn't in there. Oregon was
1: not. A M was ranked fourth. Yeah.
2: No, Marla, we just did. the just more on Auburn. Connor, and Ole Miss. don't start
1: with me. I killed nope. it this entire thing. I would like. Well, hold on. Which one was it? Was it Ole Miss?
2: It was Ole Miss and Auburn. Oh, Auburn and Old Miss. That's were both so in stupid. There.
1: So oh, that, you're right, all right, yeah, you're when right, Connor. Ole Miss I and got Mississippi
2: State were, like, undefeated going into the season, and I want to say this is when they played Auburn. So, like, they were, like, yeah, number it, one and number three, if I remember right. Yeah, hmm Okay, that was good. That's fine. I guess I'll give you half a point. So that means with the – I'm just point, having a hard time understanding why
1: Marcus Mariota, who was the Heisman winner, was not ranked in the initial top four, but
2: Bo Wallace and the Ole Miss Rebels were. It just,
1: <laughs> I, You know what? Just, that's on me, though. That's on me. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Every time that you don't get it, it's somebody else's fault. I'm noticing. That, that is stupid. Right, that's Andy- a, that's a, I mean, I just Whatever. Go ahead. Andy Goins uh, came through with a good one for me also. Uh, I did not know this. I got confused. Uh, I thought it was a bowl here. So what FTC quarterback has the record for the best completion percentage in a game?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's... It's... it's
1: it's what's his, it's like a, the whitest name ever. It's it's it. Garrett no, it's Grayson Lambert. Grayson Lambert. He was 24 of 25 against South Carolina. They won 52 to 28. It was in 2015. It was for Georgia. They had <laughs> Grayson effing Lambert was 24 of 25 for South Carolina. I will never forget this. And then Georgia was fun fact. The same year that, that was the only time in the history uh, of of. The decade that Alabama was an underdog to a team later that year was Georgia, but but Grayson Lambert was the one that did it, <laughs> and he also he also beat the the record. The previous record for Georgia, fun fact, was Mike Bobo, who was like ninety five percent or something like that in the bowl game against uh, against Purdue in like ninety seven like the Outback Bowl or something like that.
2: Yep, that was actually who I thought it was. I thought it was Mike Bobo in in the Outback Bowl. That's who I thought it was. Yeah, that's but, yeah. Just like unconscious the entire time against Drew Brees. So that is actually the end of them, but I do have one more that Mickey had that I don't think is ever going to be fair for us to ask, so I just thought I'd ask it okay. for you just in fun. But in 1907, LSU became the oh, first God. Southern school to play a college football game outside of the United States. Where did they play, and what was the name of the bowl? Probably in
1: Louisiana, because we don't claim that as an actual state anymore, because those people are crazy. <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Let me think. Uh, where was it played? I, I mean... I'll say Panama because that's
2: like I don't know is that actually is that I went so I, I got sidetracked on this and I went down a rabbit hole on this. This is one that I went because I went to go see how many games have been played outside of the United States. One of the most common places, oddly enough, is was in Japan. Tokyo, Japan has a ton oh, of that makes college sense. football games outside, but it was kind of weird to me. So this one was actually in Havana, Cuba, and it was the Cuba oh, wow. Bacardi Bowl. An LSU won Cuba Bacardi season, Bowl. So. Yeah, who they I beat? I didn't know that was a thing. Uh, they actually beat Havana. So at that time, every time you went down there, that was like a uh, Havana football club or something like that. That was who oh, you played. Oh, Of course, LSU
1: just so stacking their year. schedule
2: every season. <laughs> They've been doing it since 1907, apparently.
1: Apparently, apparently. That no, those are good. Those are good guys. Those are some good questions. I mean, so I guess what I'm what I'm starting to realize is, Bama and Georgia questions. As much as Georgia fans hate to admit it. That's where I kill it. I just, I know I know more about Georgia's program than Georgia fans do themselves. And I I know that sounds like a tough, tough break for Georgia fans, but we already decided to, because I, I posted that thing about like, post your first picture of going to your first game ever. I've been to more Georgia games than most Georgia fans in our Facebook group. I've, I know more about their program history. I guess I guess you could say the next time they start talking crap about somebody being rent free, I guess it's just me being rent free in all the Georgia fans' dome so there's that.
2: <laughs> oh jay, my goodness points. man this is gonna be great this is gonna be great so that makes you let seven so you got 57 57 out of 100 that time.
1: yeah and i'm about to be that's at a, uh, pretty, a, oh wow that's
2: bad that's pretty bad <laughs> yeah it's pretty bad i'm running out of batteries. so we gotta wrap
1: this up
0: <laughs> all right all right jay until next yeah. week you want to take us out and get the signature uh sign off phrase correct it means everyone means as much as more <laughs>
2: <laughs> you guys are killing me, man. The amount yeah. that it means is more is more than it should be. There you go. Okay. Square root. We'll take it. Bye.